Okay, well this is my second attempt at doing this. And the first attempt was aborted because upon listening to it, the background music was just too loud. I've just now verified that the background music is not ridiculously overly loud now. do this as well as I, or better than I did last time. So yeah, uh, not sure exactly how to go about this. Uh, I suppose that's probably true with uh, pretty much everything with me. I, I don't know what the heck I'm doing. I put the pedal down to make some time. This is going to be a new feature. And, uh, Really? The way I'm thinking about this is this is going to be, in actuality, the main feature from my point of view. You know, new feature number two, because we've already had one new feature. But in this case, I feel that this is closer to what I want to do with a podcast than the main Thing that this podcast is supposed to be with. I don't want to record a new podcast. I mean, I don't want to start up a new podcast. It's the main thing. So, basically, shall we call it a little secret between me and the general content holder that this is more close to uh, the real deal than is the main focus of the podcast. You know, I did make clear, as I've mentioned before, that uh, this podcast could go in many different directions. I wanted something to start up with that I would find interesting enough and yet not ridiculously hard to keep doing. And I achieved that. But I consider this new direction to be much closer to my central self uh, currently, you know, who knows, like in a month, hey, ask me again in a month whether I still think this. Then the the main feature. So we can call it our little secret that this is the real podcast. This is this new feature that we're going to be doing. New feature number two. Uh, that I haven't really told you about yet. What the nature of this new feature will be. Uh, You know, hey, maybe you'll listen to it and you'll think, you know, no, I don't really consider this the main feature. Look, I'm gonna keep doing the main feature. I will make it a point to continue doing it. And I, it there's a sport in it for me anyway to see how quickly I can uh, get it done and get it done right enough. I can't disguise pounding on my heart. It beats so strong. 
Uh, I, I do still thoroughly enjoy doing it, but uh, my current estimation is this will be for me at least. As I've now mentioned about four times, uh, much closer to what I actually want to do with a podcast. But that'll be our little secret. And hey, if it's not to your liking, A, I'm going to keep doing the main thing, and B, you don't have to think of it as this new thing we're doing. That's fine. No problemo. Uh, so, the title of this shall be New Feature 2. The Fusing Transcendental Wanderings of the Purple Sage. Interesting print is going on right now. Purple one. <laughs> I, I think, but I'm just saying. And not only that, but it's off of his song, uh, off of his album, Purple Rain. I ain't saying, but I'm just saying. And I ain't even saying, but I'm just saying. <laughs> So the first thing I'd like to do is analyze this title. It's uh, the title of what I was thinking of doing as a written journal. But I'm almost certainly never going to continue it as a written journal. Other than maybe recording my dream. Uh, so let's analyze this title. Because there's a lot of what's known as Rafi and Killings and going on in it. Uh, Roth reference to Stanislav Roth. I think he's an Austrian Hungarian or something psychiatrist. Uh, did a lot of looking into ways of achieving psychedelic effects without the use of psychedelic main focus of which is something he called holographic reference. Okay, yeah, so the fusing transcendental wanderings of the proverbial say. Well, fusing. The word means to join together, to unify by a heat. Uh, uh, so, this refers to, well... The, the second diffusing transcendental wandering means although I wander, I'm getting closer and closer to the point, cater. Uh, uh, the unification, the grand unification, though I wander. Uh, and also, I'm a big fan of jazz rock fusion. So, fusing. The fusing is a transcendental. You can talk to. Uh, was the perfect crime. I, I might not have ever even started this, or at least might not have given it a title, had I not thought of that word transcendental. I was looking, I was thinking magical, or occult, or spiritual, but transcendental fit the bill perfectly, for about three reasons that come immediately to mind. We'll make you... Uh, Transcendentalism is uh, both a spirituality and, uh, and a, a philosophy, and 
when even when even academic philosophers when they're in a uh, in a uh, whimsical mood will admit that transcendentalism is part of academic philosophy to some extent. Uh, and transcendental is and both an aspect of magic, more prominent in high magic than low magic. Uh, which, you know, it's interesting. I've always thought of myself as being more high magic than low magic, but that's really more of because of the connotation, the implication of high magic rather than high magic. In some ways, I'm completely anti-high magic. Uh, I mean, it's the high magicians that go messing around with demons. Mucking about with demons. This is not something low magicians find themselves particularly tempted to do all that often. So in a way, you know, I'm not quite sure what I should refer to myself. For one thing, I'm somewhat of a dabbler. I, I just want to get my... For one thing, I just want to get my uh, foundations correct. And it seems to me they've been incorrect. So... I guess what I like about high magic more than low magic is... Uh, you know, high magicians, it seems to me, or at least I'm led to believe by the book Modern Magic by uh, Donald Michael Craig, they, high magicians attempt to understand their rituals. Uh, the nature of the symbology uh, and uh, the metaphysics. In ways that I mean, low magic is a, a little more than a collection of superstitions. It gets refined up into high magic, or you'd think so, and then you find out so damn much of it's all about damn grimoires, summoning goddamn demons and shit. I just, I don't get it. <clears throat> yeah, so I was thinking, you know, hermetic... I'd be too limited by hermetic, magical, didn't feel quite right about the word, wasn't quite sure how I'd want to spell it, uh, occult, None of, nothing fit until I came across this word transcendental, which is both a school of magic, uh, you know, based on, I believe, uh, Eliphaz Levi had a book called Transcendental Magic. Uh, and uh, an aspect of magic, more prominent in high magic than low magic. I guess we've covered this. Uh, all right, so, yeah, uh, Wanderings has certain references to Crowley's Book of Lies. Uh, what's the full title of Alistair Crowley's Book of Lies? Uh, let me see if I can recall correctly, just right offhand without looking it up. Uh, the Book of Lies being the something-something or breaks in the one thought of Frater de Rubbo, which thought is itself 
untrue. <laughs> so that seems similar, but not identical. Ah, uh, there has been, I, I guess I must really dig Crowley as a title maker. Because uh, this is the second thing I've attempted that uh, alludes to uh, Crowley. For a long time, uh, I was planning on doing a magazine called Eight, a journal of heuristic mysticism. <laughs> In uh, imitation of Crowley's The Equinox, a journal of scientific illuminism. Uh, the Fusing Transcendental Wanderings of the Purple Sage. Well, uh... I have long had a magical motto. Uh, I think two decades ago I had already chosen my magical motto, and it was a few years before when I had done that. <laughs> uh, let me see, 2020? Yeah, the 2000, yeah, it was probably a few years before the year 2000 that I chose my magical motto, which is love of wisdom, lust for knowledge, worship of truth. Uh, and I'll get into why I'm mentioning this, uh, soon. Uh, uh, which is a pretty original magical motto, other than love of wisdom is the definition, uh, in Greek of the word philosophy. Philo, love, or love of, and uh, Sophie wisdom, you know. Uh, I like my magical motto, because uh, it's kind of a sandwich, is probably the main reason. I mean, love of wisdom and worship of truth are generally considered positive traits amongst even the most prudish of moral speculators. <laughs> But uh, lust for knowledge, on the other hand, in, is right there in the middle. And lust amongst uh, most, you know, uh, everybody other than Crowleyites and others of such ilk, <laughs> uh, is considered a negative quality. And knowledge even has negative, no, negative connotations, you know, due to the uh, Genesis story. So I kind of like it. I like it. I created it and I like it. I like my stuff. Uh, however, that was, you know, decades ago that I chose that, but I never could come decide on, shall we say, a uh, magical name. I finally uh, chosen it. My magical name and my street name are the Purple Sage. Uh, love of purple goes back a long time, very long time. I think it's like the second favorite color I ever had. Uh, still one of my favorites. Purple Sage, uh, Unfortunately, uh, the, I think the Grateful Dead have a, an album called Wanderer, Wanderer or Writers of the Purple Sage. And, uh, but uh, I ran across the term and hadn't even thought of the Grateful Dead reference. I'm not a Grateful Dead fan. Uh, 
I ran across the term first in Illuminatus. So, although my magical motto is pretty wholly original, uh, my magical name is not, uh, you know, uh, I got it from Illuminatus, and it may have been a name floating around Discordian circles a few years before that. But, uh, yeah, uh, the Purple Sage, uh, uh, let's see, uh, uh, one of the aspects of that is I have recently looked into the term Sage, and this was before I chose my magical name, which, by the way, was done earlier is this year. more craveable than the smell of McDonald's uh, fries? If someone's hiding an order of fries, they're never hiding it well. It takes the term sage, it's interesting when you look into it. Uh, a sage so stand up if you is in direct contrast right to the term philosopher. Because if you did, then you earned your I.e., when you look into it, it turns out steamy Okay, philosophy is the love goodness. of wisdom. So but it was it's understood at least in ancient Greece, I guess, that a sage was someone who actually had the wisdom that the uh, philosopher loved. You look adorable. And sages are a worldwide phenomenon. And I think they are part of what uh, I have called, and this is not my term, uh, the worldwide nature religion, religion. And more recently, I'm starting to call it that ancient gig. Because... Uh, it's not just uh, the worldwide nature religion, it's the worldwide wisdom as well, you know. I, I, I neither want a term that implies that uh, polytheism and pantheism and animism are not part of this ancient gig, nor which implies that esotericism and philosophy are not part of that ancient gig. Both of they were all quite unified in the ancient world. But only love can break your heart. At any rate. Uh, yeah, the Purple Sage, and also earlier this year, uh, last year I bought some uh, purple cape. I had intended to buy a purple cloak. I intended it to be a very dark purple and to, you know, be quite uh, encroaching, maybe might be the correct word like really fully covered and instead what I got was a cheap bass purple cape and it wasn't the dark rich purple I wanted it was some doinky ass costume pur purple um, and I had that into a, until a few days ago but at any rate I started wearing it uh, right around the time I started calling myself the purple sage Uh, and so that covers why uh, my magical name and my street name are the Purple Sage. 
and that covers the title. So the next thing I wanted to do is, uh, hey, is it just me or does this song suck? Just a moment. Ooh, that's sunk. Your farts stink, Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young. You gotta stop that shit. Alright, yeah, so the next thing I'd like to do is read what I have so far in the written journal that will probably never continue, other than I might write down a few dreams to make sure I remember. Alright, so here it goes. I'm going to read it, and I will give my commentary as the urge strikes me, and anybody with a, a certain amount of literacy should be able to tell the difference between me reading a text and me commenting on a text, even if I wrote the text. Alright, here we go. A proverbial or stereotypical question of, quote, nagging, end of quote, wives and or mothers is, quote, just what exactly do you think you're doing? The male psyche automatically recoils to the implied accusation. For one thing, I have reason to believe it's unnatural and, in the wrong circumstances, harmful to know exactly what one thinks one is doing. Recently, it seems to me, stripped of its sadistic emotional trapping, the question has a rather brilliant cone quality. Or at least in more local and immediate terms, seems a good question that might solve a problem I've had with previous journal attempts, which has sometimes addressed my quote, long, rich, end of quote, history of journal attempts. Namely, anxiety that they'll end up too mired in daily drudgery and trivia to be anything but accounts of such. About which, the mention of three quote truths in the quote strikes me as most, expe uh, as most expedient way to rather fully inform the general content beholder my state in relation to that old pen item. One. Last time I attempted a journal, and quite possibly one or more attempts before that, I merely bit the bullet, hoping my goals beyond would emerge enough to keep me and my kind interested. So, half a point. Such did occasionally emerge, but not enough to keep such interesting enough to last longer than the four to five months of its sustenance by yours truly. If I recall correctly, it might have been longer than that. Two, I suspect I've advanced enough transcendentally that such would emerge naturally to a non-trivially greater intent extent these days. Without change in M.O. M.O. means modus operandi, mode of operation. For those of you in the GC. Since 
by the age, three, since by the age of about 20, I'm starting to suspect, I felt the synthesizing, quote, need, end of quote, to avoid the discipline needed to bootstrap without ever crossing that line where I not is, that is to say, went into denial about, that such is sometimes the only remedy. The just content beholder should deduce, or at least not be surprised, that I'd rather not sacrifice more than would encourage inspiration that makes me notice less my perspiration, and this temperament many call laziness is something I'm fairly gung-ho about. Therefore, after each log, I'll try to answer her question better and better. I.e. the question, what exactly do you think you're doing? But this shall be an, quote, all, in a quote, journal of events, dreams, divinations, thoughts, and if I can convince myself to give such another go, autobiography. Okay, so, events. I'm not gonna be a real stickler on that, because there's other things I want to do with my time and life. But I might do it. I don't know. Uh, the event is, is iffy. Dreams. This will be... Uh, I will be recording dreams. Divination. Now, actually making... I don't think audio matches real well or for that matter, video matches that well, my way of doing divination. What I think I will do is I will give what the divination question is, plus uh, any unusual features that emerge in the randomness, uh, like especially things that kind of, if you understand the concept, got repeated. You know, things that were emphasized uh, in, the, in the stochastic uh, events. Uh, you see, uh, and uh, the final summary at the end. Uh, other than that, uh, I just can't see that working uh, in an audio format. Thoughts? Yeah, uh, you know, if something major comes up that I'm thinking about, that'll be part of this feature at any rate. And if I can fancy myself to give such another go, autobiography. Yeah, that puts, that couldn't put it better myself. Hold it, how does that work? <laughs> Alright, but in advance, I'll confide that I've much character Oh, uh, excuse me. But in advance, I'll confide that though I've much character and integrity as pertains to general candidness, in Ella Rich's terminology, 
This is a two-terminal universe, i.e. I can't be quite as candid as I might even like, since I do things fairly often that I can't afford everyone knowing, which I'm sure forms more than zero part of why I'd want a journal to be more than daily events. This is something those to whom all things concern easily dig fully in both senses of that anachronistic vernacular term. Before proceeding any further, I'd like to explain the strangeness of LRH's L. Ron Hubbard's earlier mentioned notion by making clear that I'm pretty sure that those Scientologists who have A, known enough Scientology theory, and B, actually wanted to understand the assertion, like me, concluded its clear implication is the, quote, deep truth, end of quote, LRH fully intended, which is this. Even if this universe were much less aberrated, Oh, were so much less aberrated that there were no postulated reasons one would have opposition than that all must have such. This is a universe of a type that you'd have opposition for just that reason. So do yourself a favor. Never be surprised at stupidity or lies, no matter how depraved, of reasons given by those who do oppose you for why they so do. It's as we Scientologists deem, quote, a very old agreement on the track, end of quote. Games people play. You take it or you leave it. So what I'd like to accomplish for this actual entry, I hope, to soon start is, and in this order, one, what I've so far, what I've so far of currently active divinations. Two, my predictive dream of last, of night before last. Three, daily events from around then till now. Four, what exactly I think I'm doing. Of course. Uh, current divinations. Uh, looks like current divinations will have to wait. Can't find them. Dream. Types. A. Predictive. B. One of those, quote, trying to figure out the rules dreams. One of those, quote, trying to figure out the rules, end of quote, dreams. C. Quote, fever dream, end of quote. Wednesday night, I stayed up all night, as having smokes, quaffage, phone juice, and World Wide Web. Thought I'd go to sleep. Oh, excuse me. Thought I'd get no sleep at all. Then noticed cardboard of such a size that it was... Uh, Oh, then re-noticed cardboard of such a size that it was clearly meant for someone 
in my type of situation. This was at about 9 o'clock a.m. I took such as a sign. Probably got less than two hours sleep. So I went with quick intensity into an intense dream. Waking very soon thereafter. I call that sort of neurologically slightly dangerous sleep and dream situation a fever dream. Though I know it refers to something else, only suspecting the term is occasionally used in my sense in the rags. Dreamt I was performing with some of my favorite musicians. Almost certainly McLaughlin. McLaughlin. Be pretty sure Zappa, either Elton John or more likely Jan Hammer, and either Ponty, John McPonty, or Jerry, who, and I'm going to go ahead and just look that up. I, I, I cannot. For the last two weeks, it seems, I've been unable to remember the name of the violinist in the first uh, Mahavishnu Orchestra. His first name's Jerry. Just a moment. Uh, Wikipedia. Mahavishnu Orchestra. I couldn't remember wrong? that. I just thought a virtual designer would be a cool robot. I, I should have remembered that. I mean, Jerry, good else? man. Maybe. Hi, I am He's a good violinist. Plus, it should have. I should have been able to associate that with Soul Goodman in the Illuminatus trilogy. Twenty-five percent off closet systems with the container stores. Where is what I'm looking for? Space comes from. All right, uh, let me see here. Uh, or Jerry Goodman, or both. Not sure if anything... I, not sure what, if anything, I played. All I could gather was that whatever role I played on stage, at the concert, all signs were I was performing adequately. Waking, I decided I really better get up, as I was only lucky I woke soon enough. I might still, with luck, achieve the two main tasks I wanted for that day. Thursday the 27th, day before yesterday. By the way, I started this entry on... Oh, 08-28-20. And uh, it continued after midnight. 08-21-20, you know, or whatever. The off-chance, anybody wanted to know that crap? <laughs> Which were A, 
get my permanent bank card from my bank for reasons into which I might get in a future entry. B, meet with Joe before he closed shop at 4 o'clock p.m. I achieved both goals, so in the nick of time, the second. Alright, and that's about as far as I got. I never got through the first entry. That, that, that written journal is not going to happen. Aww, oh, wow. And, you know, uh, if there's anything else I should have mentioned, I am going to have to go through and listen to it to find out. And so that's what I'm going to do, because, uh, as you should know by now, if it wasn't enough, all I have to do is just press that record button again, and it starts right back up automatically from where I stopped it this time. Okay, yeah, so, uh, look, I know that there's uh, about two other things that I'm not going to get in to in this continuation, and I'm going to have to go back and listen again, but there are two things I wanted to uh, get done that I do remember. <laughs> in other words, I should have stopped right when I got to the other things that... And recorded them, possibly, you know, if I wanted to save time or whatever. Time, effort, and energy or whatever. Time, effort, money, and energy. Uh, effort and energy are pretty much the same thing, so you can eliminate I wanted to say the reason that was a predictive dream was because several things happened the next day. That totally had to do uh, with music, and there was even one other, even more convincing reason why it was a predictive dream. But I have totally forgotten whatever that was. Follow me. It's like 20 days later, man. That's several long hits ago. All right, and the other thing I wanted to do was. Uh, Give you a little song that I feel appropriate to this, uh, to this, uh, new feature. So far. Games people play is the name of a book by Dr. Eric Byrne, who I think I may have been last lifetime. The dates work out, by the way, if you understand that reference. And it is also the name of A song by Alan Parsons' project, which I can almost guarantee you was inspired by the book of the same name. And if indeed I was Dr. Eric Byrne last lifetime, I'd like to chime in and say uh, I think it's the mystical understanding of my work. Or I think it's a mystical understanding of my work, and we'll go even further and say I think it is the correct mystical understanding of my work. 
So with no further ado, and as it has already started, in the tradition of G- DJs since the dawn of time, I give you Games People Play by Alan Parsons. I'd like to mention that there is one other reason for the color purple, but it's a secret. Uh, I am thinking that uh, I am going to do at least one divination per week asking the question, upon what would I most benefit from placing my attention for the next week? And, uh... Let's see, uh, 
Yeah, and hopefully that will get me into doing uh, divinations on subjects I've sorely needed to do divinations on for a long time. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, you know, like Crowley, I'm the laziest man on three continents, you know. Uh, anytime I think of doing anything, like, one of the big arguments is that it will kill two birds with one stone. I don't know how to explain that better. I didn't use the proper words. But, man, uh, it feels so right when some idea or notion I have, I should say notion better than idea, some notion I have for some plan will kill two birds with one stone. Uh, that actually goes real deep with me. The number two, which by the way is a, uh, is, uh, considered the worst number in Pythagorean numerology. Uh, Pythagoreans consider two to be a bad number because it is the first break from unity, uh, basically, and, uh, and therefore symbolizes the concept of breaking from unity, the initial separation, the fall. Uh, And then when you consider the uh, relationship of duality to knowledge, the sword, the lovers, which refers to the lovers in the uh, tarot deck, because Zayin uh, is the letter corresponding to the lovers, which also corresponds to Gemini, an air sign ruled by Mercury. Uh, so, duality, uh, the relationship of duality to, uh, to knowledge, man, this goes real deep. <laughs> I mean, even before the fall of man, the first few lines of the Bible are, uh, okay, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was void and without form. And God separated something like God separated the waters below the firmament from the waters above the firmament. Firmament, which, like, even I, who struggles with uh, making the Bible fully mystical, I mean, right there, you really have like the way any engineering-oriented person begins to solve any problem. The first thing you do to start organizing crap is to make one huge broad separation so that you can get started. You know, you take one pile and you separate it into two piles. You know? <laughs> and then you can proceed from there. Um, uh... At any rate, uh, yeah, boy, uh, real uh, major digressions there. Uh, digressions within digressions. I'm not sure quite where I was going with that, but uh, yeah, we'll let it go right back for now. It'll have to do. Maybe I'll come back to it later. 
You know, I guess I should take up a Nokian real briefly. You know, I suppose a high magician would say, oh, we used, might say, uh, oh, we used to mess around with demons, but now we do a Nokian <laughs> or something, you know. And, uh, like, I'm kind of, I'm kind of with uh, Paul Foster Case, man. A Nokian. Jiminy Christ. Excuse me, it doesn't take that damn long to see the story with frickin' Enochian, dude. <laughs> what are you on? What are you smoking? Okay? First of all, the people who write about Enochian when in their introductions... They're always saying, oh, it's a work of spiritual engineering. Well, let's take a look at this as an engineering project then, shall we? This is an abandoned engineering product project. It was abandoned by its creator. He got on a special uh, project that he was doing during his freaking sabbatical like engineers do. And he abandoned the project. Okay? He hid that work away. He never intended it to see the light of day. Okay? It's also overly complex. Probably the reason why he abandoned the project. And everybody, almost everybody that messes with it, ends up uh, uh, getting dicked hardcore. And dicking others so that other people have to come in and fix up their mess. Okay, now, you know, I dig it a bit, you know. It's like, hey, it's the grand challenge, man. Let's see if I'm the one. Uh, if I'm the one, uh, let's see if I'm the guy. Let's see what, uh, if you're the... Do you think that you're the guy who could make the queen of the angels sigh? Yeah, you think that you're the one that can make the queen of the angels sigh. So you go around messing with these things that are sometimes called angels, sometimes called spirits. Seems to me that the jury's in on this subject. <laughs> uh, I think they're spirits. I think they're earthbound spirits. Pretending to be all, uh, 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 sweetness and light. And, uh, every, almost everybody that messes around with that crap screws up. Like, uh, I'm biased in one particular case. Uh, what's his name? I think his name's Donald Tyson. Can't stand anything that cat does. So who knows? Maybe he, uh, everything about him is so freaking arrogant, seems to me, from my point of view. Uh, yeah, uh, it seems to me almost everybody, uh, you know, hey, I've heard from, uh, I don't have that much respect for, uh, what's the main writer cat, uh, in Thelema? What's his name? Uh, guy on Hughes, like, knew the guy. I can't remember his name right now. Uh, he says, he reports that some people who can't get any results from anything else suddenly get results with Enochian. 
So, you know, I'm not 100% against it, even though he's, like, not somebody I respect that much, this author. The main author for Thelema, I can't remember his name, wrote a book called The Chicken Kabbalah. At any rate, uh, nonetheless, we do have one report that sometimes it works where nothing else will. So, like, I'd give it, you know, but nonetheless, overall, this overly complex, uh abandoned engineering project born in, for lack of a better term, sin. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, it seems to me it's a... I, 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 if you can't see that it's overrated, I don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> uh, it's right there. Uh, it's right there on the vinyl, kids. I don't know... Uh, you're going to have to explain to me, maybe uh, get me on the correct psychedelic substance, and then explain to me what's so damn hot about Enochia. Oh, yeah, hey, and let, let, yeah, I ain't done with this yet. I ain't done. I ain't finished yet. Yeah, you might say, oh, well, if it's, uh, if Enochia's so bad, why did Uncle Al do it? I actually have an exact theory about that. I love my Uncle Al. Don't, no, nobody never tell you nothing different. I have an exact theory on that. I think Crowley had to do Anakian because he got fucked by Goetia. And maybe that's the virtue of Anakian. If you fuck up and fuck with the wrong demons, maybe you can get yourself some angels or whatever to get you out of that mire. Uh, specifically, Crowley in many, many times discusses the fact that, yeah, Goetia, you know, uh, yeah, it, uh, yeah nah, Goetia, uh, uh, what can I say about Goetia, uh, yeah, it's got its points, you know, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, Goetia, I ain't gonna say nothing, yeah. But enough said. You know, uh, yeah, he says the Goetia demons bite at one point, for example. And that's not the only time he makes it clear that messing around with the Goetia spirits is, uh, is uh, risky. Uh, and uh, and uh, so that's my exact theory on Crowley and Enochian. Uh, 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 Thank you. Uh, I realize the most immediate argument against that is that, what is it, the vision and the voice? It's one of his most major works. Second only, I guess, to the Book of the Law. Uh, a Class A publication or whatever. Uh, but uh, nonetheless, that's my theory, and I'm sticking to it. Yeah, okay, I'm not sure how I'm going to do this. Uh... Oh, yeah, I know how I'll do it. Uh, I'm going to give you a couple more songs, but it'll have to be uh, after we discontinue this. We're, after we save this, that's right, yeah.